At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on v the sports betting network. Things are happening. Super Bowl 57 is upon us. Coming at you live, VEASAN final countdown from Phoenix, Arizona. We're in downtown getting ready for the big game coming up on Sunday. I'm holding it down here in Arizona, but the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Matt Brown, of course, at our South Point studio, holding down the ship in Vegas. Uh, Matt, we have a jam-packed two hours. We're going to have so many awesome guests here on the set. Are you excited? How do you feel you've been doing down there? What would you rate yourself since you've been going at things? Like, how do you like, like well, giving you yourself like me. not a, not a A to F, like just say a one to ten? So there's a bigger variety of, of numbers that you can like kind of rate yourself here. Well, because I love the movie Varsity Blues, I'm going to give us a tan. Oh, We're doing a tan down here. You did a tan. But, you think um, you're a tan? All right, look at you. All right. No, I like the confidence. No, come on. We we all know that the confidence is is not there. Just like my conviction in who's going to win or lose the Super Bowl is not there. That's why I had to make all the prop bets. Thank goodness there are thousands of prop betting options out there for your girls so I could figure things out. But you yesterday told me I'm probably a B plus. And I think that's that's fair. Be Let's pull po- the curtain back a little bit. I mean, come be on. Positive. Wow. Be positive is my blood type and life motto. Hey, wait so to see I the angry text fine. I'm about to get because of all of that. That happened on the break, <laughs> Stormy. All right. That's not something you're supposed to reveal. Oh, I have to give people a sneak preview to the VEASAN Plus Plus subscription in order for them to want to subscribe. So that's the way that things have to work All sometimes. Right. But everybody at home want to give you the lowdown, lay of the land for what's going to happen over the course of the next two hours, starting in about 
12 to 15 minutes. Current broadcaster, former NFL offensive tackle, won a pair of Super Bowls with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Max Starks is going to stop by. We'll also have Rick Spielman, former longtime Vikings GM in hour two. Lots to talk about with regards to not only this week's game coming up on Sunday, but of course the offseason quarterback movement that we're going to have, the coaching carousel, and of course the upcoming draft as well. Matt, I know you are particularly interested in that conversation. VP of Operations at Circa Mike Palm is going to be here at the end of hour two and senior VP of the American Gaming Association, Casey Clark, on the line. We'll get her on the phone like we always do from L.A. VEASAN's own Danielle Alvari as well. LeBron James, 36 points away from breaking Kareem's record for the all-time scorer in the NBA, taken on OKC tonight. Can he get there or will he have to put it off until they play the Bucks coming up later on this week? But a lot happening, Matt. And like we start every show, we have to get to the bell of the ball, which is Super Bowl 57 coming up February 12th. The latest on the line, Eagles largely one and a half point favorites across the board against KC. Total ticking up to 51, though. A lot of spots. More prop betting options also appearing by the day. And uh, according to a recent survey, which this will be a great thing for us to talk to Casey Carter about, uh, a survey not conducted by me, though, don't worry. One in every five adults, Matt, are expected to place a bet on the Super Bowl, an estimated $16 billion in sweatable action. And I know that it's normal mm -hmm. as more and more states get added with legalization across the country for sports betting to become more popular, therefore the handle increases. But I feel like that's substantial. That's more than double what we saw that number a year ago. Yeah, I think if people, before the people roll their eyes, that number is not what's going to happen. It's not what's happening in the legalized market. That is like, that is all wagers. It's overall. Yes, that's all, all wagers counted into everything here. Because I know a lot of people are going to be like, you got to be kidding me. Like, No, that number is not actually what we should be. In my opinion, what we should be talking about, we should be talking about what's wagered in the legalized market, but it, whatever. That's the number that like they like to float out there with all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've uh, projections here from legalized markets somewhere kind of in that 1.15 to 1.2 billion uh, legally wagered on the Super Bowl this year is kind of the projections that would be that would set, of course, unless we, we're getting more legalized markets as it is anyway. So that would actually set the record about 975-ish last year bet on the Super Bowl in in a you know one single day so that's what we're kind of looking at here for for this market so it's going to be it's going to be awesome I mean listen we've welcomed a few new states in as well so they'll be betting on the Super Bowl for the first time and uh I think that people are hopefully not getting overwhelmed by the massive amount of different bets that they can look at here I mean listen I started thumbing through doing all this stuff because you know I'm leaving tomorrow after the show so I'm going to be able to get down there and take advantage of all the various markets that that are available so I was trying to you can get lost for sure. So it's almost like you got to focus on something for a little bit, take a break, focus on something else for a little bit, take a break, then focus on something else for a little bit and take a break. Don't be like, <laughs> just if you just start clicking around, clicking around, clicking around, like it's going to take you forever to get through everything. Well, that's what I was saying. I don't even know if some of these are actually just popping up new or if I just didn't see them the first time I did my deep dive going through every single market that I could find on DraftKings Sportsbook, for example. It's like every day I'm seeing a tab that I don't remember being there before. So is it or isn't <laughs> it? Um, but as we kind of continue to analyze this game, and I know that it can probably get exhausting for some of our regular listeners who are listening to us every single day, and we're on week two of breaking down the same game, but there's always 
these different things and different conversations to go through and new listeners. So we want to make sure that if anybody doesn't know where our money lies throughout the course of the show, we will convey that. But Kansas City, a team, Matt, that led the league offensively this season in points per game, yards per game, FPI, offensive efficiency. But we know we saw last week, or I guess a little over a week ago now, um, in the AFC Championship game, that a lot of those Chiefs receiving threats ended up going down. Question marks about Patrick Mahomes' health and his ankle. Well, we have some health updates for you today. Mahomes told the media yesterday his ankle is, quote, definitely better than it was last week. Kadarius Toney, who's been dealing with the ankle hamstring, said he will definitely play. They love the word definitely in Kansas City today. Uh, he does finally have his prop number on the board as well. Darius Tony over under set at 23 and a half yards. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster still questionable, but he had numbers as well put up yesterday. We told you yesterday, McCole Hardman out placed on injured reserve. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, however, activated. Will provide some depth in that running back room behind Pacheco and McKinnon. Defensively, Ladarius Sneed, Casey's top corner, was cleared from concussion protocol. He told reporters he feels 110%. There we go Whoa. there. And uh, as, as for the Eagles, meanwhile, Matt, not at a single distinction on anyone. A few guys like Lane Johnson, for example, they're getting rest days, but otherwise very healthy. That sounds like the extent of it. Uh, yeah, it's it'll be interesting. So Casey getting health back, and we know the Eagles are healthy. Yeah, we did see uh, the Kelsey number did tick up at least a yard. We were kind of wondering about that. So we see now 79 and a half on Kelsey. So uh, maybe some of that over money starting to trickle in a little bit that we just assumed was going to be uh, like showing its face. I understand it's still only Tuesday, so we're not quite getting the ca most casual of betters. We won't get those guys really tuning in until about Friday. And then certainly the bulk of the money comes in on Saturday, Sunday, but we are, we are seeing a couple of these things get a little bit of action. And some of these things are some people have taken positions on some of these different players out there. So we've mm -hmm. seen some of these numbers start to, to get adjusted. And I think that, you know, whenever we, Whenever we look here, I think the more popular players are the ones we can really look to think that those are going to two, three, four yards, maybe even uh, move as we approach kickoff. Because again, like if a Chiefs fan makes the drive over to Kansas to bet and is, you know, betting on Travis Kelsey, zero chance betting on an under, right? I mean, like that is Travis, that is for Travis Kelsey to, to have all the yards and all the catches and all the touchdowns and everything like that. And then as we mentioned, Pennsylvania being a legalized betting state, I imagine we're probably going to get some people who, even if they have somehow avoided signing up for a sports book through the first couple of years of legalization in Pennsylvania, your home team getting in the Super Bowl might be, enough to get you to go ahead and sign up for an account. And again, with that, you're not signing up for an account to bet a bunch of unders, right? Like you're not betting an under <laughs> on Jalen Hurst or an under on Miles Sanders or any of these things like that. And so the, the that money is all going to be towards overs. Now, will that be enough to drastically move these lines? We will see because certainly there'll be some buyback from some of the people who don't care about these teams either way. They're just trying to make some money, but we, it'll be a, it'll be fun for us to track as we head towards kickoff. Yeah, and I do think that's a fun thing about massive events like this is that people that don't normally or wouldn't get involved in sports betting 
find ways to have skin in the game, right? Whether it is some of those novelty props we joke about with the heads and tails coming in, Gatorade, singing props, all those different things that just get the app, find ways to have involvement and have fun come Super Bowl Sunday. Um, last couple minutes here, and, and we'll talk so much about this game, get picks from um, all of our guests that can give picks. Um, but Stormy, one, one of the things we can say about the line, about, one of the things we can say about the line, though, is, is for whatever reason, there are a couple of twos here. Like, so the, it's, it's one and a half everywhere, rest of country. There are a couple of twos here. Now, whether that is just local influence of, you know, people who are, you know, whatever it is, I don't know if they're Chiefs fatigue, anti-Chiefs, whatever it might be, or if it's the, you know, bunch of money that's come in, I guess we can find out. We could talk to some people around here, but South Point and the stations casinos, which again are both locally owned, they're not big national chains or anything like that, uh, both have moved to two in favor of the Eagles, whereas we are sitting one and a half, as you mentioned, every other rest of country book. So don't know if that will follow for all these rest of country books, but something at least for us to monitor. Is it a little bit odd to you um, just to even hear the words Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, an underdog like that? Just it feels weird. And just like last week against the Bengals, too, they I feel like most of the talk that I know you and I had was Bengal centric, thinking that they were going to be the representative in the Super Bowl. They've been really doubted coming into this one. Yeah, I just can't imagine a scenario I, I keep thinking this thing gets real close to pick by the time that we go off. And I could be wrong. I just feel like these people who are, we keep, continue to talk about, like, you know, the, the casual money is is going to come in. And, and it is one of the very few times where the casual money is so great that it does actually affect the lines and line movement and different things like that. Like, I just can't imagine a person who has absolutely no conviction on either one of these teams and only just wants to get some sort of action walking up and betting on the Eagles as opposed to betting on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, especially when they mm -hmm. think, you know, we see the plus 110. You lay your $100 bill down, you're getting 110 back, right, on the plus 110. I think that that is going to be very attractive to a lot of casual bettors as well. Yeah, absolutely. Getting plus money on the Chiefs? Yeah, like I can totally see that mentality. We're going to step aside. When we come back, Max Starks, former NFL offensive lineman, two-time Super Bowl champ, he knows what it takes. He's on the desk coming up. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. the site of the Super Bowl and everybody out there you know the champ game is set bet rivers online sportsbook therefore obviously the place to be win big with tons of specials on February 12th like the same game parley bet and get live bet and get and football squares you could win up to 10,000 bucks in bonus cash instantly by playing the exclusive bet rivers squares this postseason place a $10 better more in qualifying wagers you get a square on the house if the numbers on your square match the final score of the game you win that cash Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus and credit use, full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Stormy Bonantoni live from Phoenix at Radio Row in downtown. Matt Brown holding it down at our South Point studio in Viva Las Vegas. And Matt, something that I, I almost brought up in the first block, but we just had so much great stuff to discuss on the game coming up on Sunday that I, I need to discuss with you is this whole Aaron Rodgers situation earlier today over on the Pat McAfee show talking about he's still in the art of contemplation about his future. After his isolation retreat, he'll be ready to make a decision. He is going to isolate himself in a room for four days in pure darkness. Going to have a little hole, I guess, somewhere where he's going to get food shipped to him during that time. Nothing quite like a room of darkness to really um, figure out and set you on your path of whether or not you want to play football and where next year. Yeah, I mean, I actually, there. so coming from the world of gambling, I have been a not even a part of, or I was I've hoping at least, you were going to bring this up. I know where you're going. I'm I've so just, excited. I, listen, I've been in association with a ton of crazy prop bets that have been put out throughout the course of the years. And a lot of them 
have actually come around like some of these isolation things and stuff like that. And one of which was a super, super famous one where there was all kinds of action, people betting yes, no's. And like, you know, there was all kinds of things going on, just side action on this bet that this guy could live in a bathroom for 30 days. And like, he couldn't leave the bathroom and all that. And so he just lived in a bathroom for 30 days. And, and so this, this reminds me of something like that. Now it wasn't incomplete. You know, I, he didn't have to like, you know, not have complete darkness or anything the whole time, whatever. You just live in the bathroom, you know, for, for 30 days and not leave the bathroom. So uh, I imagine for four days, Aaron Rodgers can tough it on out. I, I think he can do it for four days. He said he had a number of friends who had done it and had profound experiences. It's something that he had wanted to do for a while. Been on the calendar for months, he said, so he's ready to go. I was thinking, though, hey, we're trying to figure out what to do for bets and consequences, what the punishment's going to be. Um, I've been having success so far, Matt. Could you handle being locked in a, a room of darkness for four days? I mean, look, we can always <laughs> – these are ideas that we can always entertain. Listen, I did one of those – I did one of those float tanks – one time, you know, like where you like, there's like so much salt. Tank? What's there's that? Like, so there's like, there's so much salt in the water that it like is so dense that you like, you, you basically just float on the water. And so you get in and that you can turn off all the lights if you want to, or you can like do all the reasons. So I turned off all the lights just to kind of feel what it was like. It actually was fairly freaky. I didn't like it all that much. And so this whole thought of four days in darkness, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's up my alley. Four hours, maybe. I... So when I, you and I previously like offline had discussed that, that big guy, that guy mm. in the bathroom situation and like staying in there for so long, you thought I couldn't even do it for a week. I really think if I put my mind to it, I could handle I do like not. six, seven days. I do not. Well, listen, we, why uh, do you not? Here, here's the deal. We've, we, we have a bunch of different ideas for bets and consequences. So like, maybe we'll, th <laughs> maybe we'll throw this one in the hat. Like this could be uh. something that we'll, that we'll take a look at. This is a travesty. That said, uh, we do have the Aaron Rodgers next team prop market back up. The Packers, six to one, third on the board. We have a minus 450 odds on favorite number now for Aaron Rodgers to reunite with Devontae Adams in Vegas. The New York Jets still sitting there at plus 350 should he reconnect with Nathaniel Hackett, who's the new OC under Robert Sala there. Um, do, you, do you agree with that number for Vegas? I felt like that was a bit excessive to this point. Oh, it's it's excessive for sure. There's no doubt about it being excessive because that just has to be one of those deals where we're looking at, I mean, we realize like he's got to be traded, right? I mean, like, like he's got to be, he's got to be traded. He's under contract. So it's not like this is one of those things where they can just be like, oh yeah, you know what? He's going on to the Raiders. I mean, are the Raiders really going to part with the seventh overall pick in the draft? for Aaron Rodgers for like one season of Aaron Rodgers? I doubt it. And so, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what the Packers are really looking for in return at this point. I mean, maybe he's just not worth that much on the open market given what people, one, the salary, and then two, people given the, he's like a rental, right? I mean, he's there for a year, maybe two years tops. And so, uh, maybe he's not even worth a first round. Maybe he's worth something less than that, and it actually could come, come through for the Raiders eas more easily than I expect. Mm, yeah, I I just saw minus 450 and I immediately thought that that couldn't be right. I know there's it, 
it's talking season when it comes to these type, types of things, but I thought it was a little bit much. Uh, another big headline today, um, we know D'Amico Ryan's no longer with the San Francisco 49ers taking over with the Texans, but San Francisco now in his stead hiring former interim head coach for the Carolina Panthers, Steve Wilkes, as their defensive coordinator and also just kind of tying into that another story from beat writer for the Carolina Panthers ESPN's David Newton said that he believes it's doubtful the Panthers make a run at a high-priced vet like Derek Carr so tying in all of the the lanes here with Vegas Carolina and now San Francisco how do you think uh, what do you think of the hire obviously Wilkes was in line one of those candidates to get the head coaching job in Carolina yeah I mean listen the, the players spoke out Right. I mean, they wanted him. They wanted him to say the majority of those guys in that locker room were saying that he was amazing and they certainly were lobbying for him to get that gig or at least be taken super seriously to get that gig. And so I think the 49ers probably hit a home run here. I mean, I you look at what they had to replace and basically we talked about this a little bit. Stormy, when uh, when you were on vacation, uh, one of these last weeks or so, but it was talking I about. I don't go on vacation. <laughs> I don't have fun. I am working to the bone, yeah. Matt. And so the the Niners, like, listen, one of the things that we kept saying about that team, right, was it was about the defense, the defense, the defense, the defense. And so, hey, they don't need to do all that much on the offensive side of the ball because the defense is so incredibly stacked. Well, now you lose your defensive coordinator, and there is at least a question that was looming which was, hey, will this defense be the same? It is a defensive scheme from a guy that was thought so highly of that he was, you know, got plucked to be a head coach, right? And so now you bring in Wilkes, who I think is probably one of the better hires they're going to be able to get to come in and plug this thing and and try to keep it as close to what they had for the last couple of years as humanly possible. Because if you're the 49ers, you don't really want to change very much, right? I mean, that defense was so incredibly stout in every facet of the game. I mean, great against the run, great against the pass. They were getting pass rush. They were getting pressures, all the different things like that. And so I think that you bring in a guy, and this was probably part of the hiring process anyway, was them saying like, hey, we don't really want to change too much here. we got a good thing going. Can you just kind of step in and keep that good thing going? And I think that Wilkes is probably one of the better hires they could have gotten. Yeah, he's, and like you said right off the top, he's a guy that players we know really respect and admire him and liked playing for him. So that's, you know, priority two in addition to mm -hmm. execution on the field, which we know San Francisco already does very, very well. Um, so, I, yeah, I was excited about it when I heard the news as somebody who is a fan and wants to keep that up. Unfortunately, Matt, you weren't a part of our conversation yesterday with Mike Sando, who was out here on the on the desk with me at Radio Row, senior NFL writer over at The Athletic, and we were talking about the 49ers quarterback situation because that's something, they're a team that consistently these last few years feels like they're quarterback away and Jimmy Garoppolo never really taken his game to the level that you would want uh, a quarterback to do for a team that's a contender. You get stuck in this situation this year where Trey Lance, a guy you're trying to test out who could really be a wild card and provide you that dual threat ability, gets injured immediately in the season. Brock Purdy leads you the rest of the way. You think he's going to have an opportunity to be the starting guy out of camp next year, and then he gets injured, and we don't know how long exactly his recovery is going to be, but it's going to be at length. Where do you currently sit on the status of the 49ers quarterback situation and what their best option might be where things sit right now. I mean, I don't even know what the best option was because you would think that your best option would be the guy that you drafted, right? I mean, like, and he's still in a rookie deal and there's all the thing, there's all the benefits that go along with that, right? I mean, we are seeing a team right now 
reap the benefits of a quarterback on a rookie deal in the Eagles because you can spend then at other positions and you can keep a good team around that guy. And so that's obviously the the best probably option. And of course is if Trey Lance can be the guy, but if you're looking outside of the organization, if you're looking for somewhere outside of that, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you look at a situation where you have Kyle Shanahan and you see the success that you had with everybody that's basically stepped in and played the quarterback position? And do you, how highly do you emphasize that? I know that sounds crazy in today's NFL to be like, you know, how, how, how crazy is it, it is to say, well, maybe the quarterback position for that team isn't all that important. But, I mean, look at the success that everybody that's been under center has had in this offense with all that talent around them. I mean, maybe they look at one of these kind of mid-range veteran dudes and just think that that would be good enough. I'm very curious to see how that's going to play out. You look at a team like the Bengals, who's he, Joe Burrow says his window is his whole career. 49ers don't have a quarterback, so what is the window of a team without a steady person at the position? We are going to step aside. Max Starks, two-time Super Bowl champ, on the desk next. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. Just days away from the big game. If you're looking for a betting edge, you know the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of top plays made from all VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the big game. Best bets, big game props, everything you could need. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. You got to get in there now. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Again, just $9.99. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Stormy Bonantoni live from Phoenix, Arizona. Matt Brown in Vegas. And we are joined on the desk. This is the wonderful thing about Radio Row. You never know who you're going to get. <laughs> Max Starks, former NFL offensive lineman, spent a decade in the league. And uh, he's got the uh, the bling on his finger already from one of the two Super Bowls. You won yeah. with Pittsburgh. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate no, you. My pleasure. And I, listen, I, I love VSIN uh, and and the guys over there. I've done a couple of different shows on there, so I enjoyed it. So when they ask, I usually try and make sure I can make myself available. Well, we appreciate it. You're awesome. Obviously, now crushing it in the broadcasting world, Sirius XM, ESPN Radio. You're on the sideline for the Steelers on a weekly basis during the regular season, and it, it's got to be so much fun to at some point, you know, get a little bit of a break. But now. <laughs> be out here for the biggest game and you're somebody who has been there, done that, played on the biggest stage. You know what it takes. What are these players and coaches going through this week? Well, I mean, you know, good thing is now it's Monday night instead of Tuesday where the media circus happens. So, you know, you can kind of put it behind you a little bit more. There's a little bit more anxiety when you have to wait till Tuesday morning. You're like, Oh, my God, what's going to happen? And they got through the hoopla last night. I was there in the fray uh, with a microphone in their faces asking them questions. Of course, I, I wasn't wearing a barrel or an Old Spice costume. I was just me. But, I mean, right now, it's now you kind of get to kind of take a moment and really take in the moment where you're at, right? You're at Super Bowl. Like, this is the childhood dream, the moment when you're sitting in the backyard with your with your family or your buddies and you're throwing the ball up in the air trying to pretend you're Jerry Rice or you're trying to make that big move like Walter, you know, like Walter Payton. I mean, there's so many different moments that go through our minds. You know, and even for me, like, I, I look back and Super Bowl 30 was like a pivotal moment. I was in the eighth grade and it was uh, Steelers-Cowboys. And I remember watching that game 
at my buddy's house, Willie Whitehead. We were in the we were in the yard playing basketball uh, in the in the front yard, and we went in to watch that game. And I just remember one day, man, I, I would love to be in that game. That that would be awesome to be in that game. And literally ten years later, so Super Bowl thirty, I watched it. I'm playing in Super Bowl so forty cool. for my first one. I just had to kind of take that moment in, and that's what the guys are kind of reflecting for the guys that are first time attendees. You know, you're trying to take in this moment, but yeah, you don't want it to be overwhelmed um, by the time it comes game time because you can build your nerves up a whole lot. And then you see the guys who've been there before, right? You know, you see the Frank Clarks, you see the Chris Joneses and the Pat Mahomes and the Travis Kelseys who are just cool, calm, and collected about the whole situation. And they're like, okay, yeah, I know what this is, but I also know the difference between winning this and losing this. So I want to make sure everybody stays focused to make sure that we see this all the way through. Max, we take a look, and I'm glad we have a, a former offensive lineman on here to, to kind of break this down <laughs> for me here because you take a look at how dominant Chris Jones was last couple of games in the playoffs, and, but then you look at this Eagles line, and, I mean, every single guy on here, Mylotta, Dickerson, Kelsey, Johnson, Small, like all these guys in the top 15 at their position, if not the top five at their position. How do you expect the Eagles to deal with, with Jones, or do you expect, you know, a lot of just single stuff here? they probably not going to double him, probably not going to chip him because they don't need to with, with these studs that are there. Well, so I, t- so I talked to Jason Kelsey last night. We had, we had a good conversation, a long interview. And one of the things that Jason really talked about was, you know, you can't really game plan Chris Jones because Chris Jones can switch. Like, he can be a two-gapping, stuffing guy at, you, at the line of scrimmage, and the next play, he could knife through the gap and be in the backfield before the quarterback gets to his fifth, fifth step in the drop. So what they're trying to do is make sure that they keep it varied on him, that you don't get a beat, that he doesn't get a beat on, okay, if I'm sitting here in the A-gap, I've got to take on Kelsey because Dickerson is going to try and attack my hip. They're going to use a lot of different concepts to kind of confuse Chris because Chris is trying mm-hmm. to confuse them. So they feel like that can keep the game as equitable as possible. But one of the things you do have to worry about, you can't get too focused in on Chris Jones because then there's Frank Clark. And Frank Clark can move anywhere on that line. So imagine you put Jones and Clark in the middle and you're trying to play a game on him. Frank Clark gets a free move out, out the backside. So that's why they have to keep it as varied as possible to try and help out as much as they can. I think you'll see a lot more single coverage on the outside when it comes to um, blocking the edges. So you won't see a lot of one. You'll see Lane Johnson and, uh, and Mylotta getting more individual blocking. And I think you'll probably see more running back releases up the middle to try and give some chips to the interior. Did Jason Kelsey say anything to you about Lane Johnson? Because I'm trying to figure, like, the chemistry that the two of them have, they're so in sync. And Johnson, despite putting off muscle surgery to continue to play and be in this position, is playing outstanding out there. Yeah. Now, I mean, he, he talked about actually both tackles because, you know, Jason's one of those guys. He's an athletic center. And I had one of those in Marquise Pouncey. So, you know, for him, he was saying that he loves the fact that he can pull either direction because Lane and both uh, Mylotta give so much push. And when you're a center having to pull outside of two offensive linemen and get to the edges, he's like, it could be a little dicey, but both of those guys really know him. And especially when he pulls to the right where Lane is, he knows that he can take less of a bucket and kind of hit more vertical because Lane's going to crash down and he's going to allow Jason to have a better angle to get inside out on the guard. So he said, it's just time playing together and they just kind of that group he said really solidified itself from last year to this year having a second year under Shane Steich and having the same system has really helped this entire offensive line to bond and really show what we see as one of the best offensive lines in football.
So let's look at the other offensive line and how they're going to be able to deal with Sweat and Reddick because, as we know, just absolute wreckers there on the defensive line for the Eagles. I think maybe this Chiefs offensive line doesn't get quite the credit it deserves, certainly leading into the Super Bowl here because the Eagles line has just been so incredibly dominant. But they've held up pretty well, too, along the way. What do you see here from a defensive line, offensive line matchup between those two units? You know, I think this is going to be a really good test. Um, this Chiefs team, I will say, I know it's going to sound funny saying this because we talk, I just talked about how dominant this Eagles offensive line is. The Chiefs offensive line is battle-tested. They've gone through, I feel, a tougher route than the Eagles have gone to get to this point to the Super Bowl, if that makes sense for everybody. Mm -hmm. Because you've gone through the Cincinnati D-line. You know, you've handled B.J. Hill, D.J. Reeder, you know, Hendrickson, Hubbard on the edges, and those guys still had, had solid games. You look at the Jacksonville defensive line, going through all of those first-rounders, Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, Arden Key. So they've really been through the fire in this situation. So I think they're one that kind of gets unheralded because I think, you know, and rightfully so, Patrick Mahomes get, gets all of the credit because we see the off-platform throws. We see the movement with his body to redirect defenses. But that offensive line also has to play in conjunction with that. And they've also been one thing that I think people don't give them credit for, a sneaky good run-blocking offensive line. You have to think with Jarek McKinnon or Isaiah Pacheco or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the backfield, they never, they never have to change their style. They play their style, and the running backs fit to what they're doing and they've been successful and that's how they've been balanced they really won the time of possession game in a lot of these games where you're like oh man they're going to be outmatched they seem to find a way to get it done so that's where it's unheralded but they do a very good job so I think you know when you look at Hassan Reddick you look at Brandon Graham you look at all of these you know guys that have 10 plus sacks I mean the first defensive line to do that in NFL history four right? players with yeah. it's crazy well, and 70 regular season and 78 up to this point counting the eight in the playoffs they actually have a chance to, to, to eclipse the 85 Bears. And when you think about that, that's rarefied air. But I think this offensive line is, one, talking to Joe Tooney um, last night, you know, he was one of the guys that was like, you know, we're just going to go out there and do our job. I mean, we can't make it sexy. We can't make it look good. We just have to go out there and play the guys as they are in front of us. We're not going to get any special treatment, so let's just do our best and see where the, see where the chips fall. You mentioned a little bit earlier with Patrick Mahomes, uh, been there, done that, the composure that comes along with that. And, I mean, Andy Reid, the two of them as well. That's the thing that makes this decision on who's going to win this game in my mind so difficult because everything is screaming Eagles at me. And then I think Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter, it's anybody's game. How do you feel? Andy Reid, 28 and four coming off a of bye. So it's, it's Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday here. <laughs> All right, Tuesday it's the Chiefs. All right, that, that, that's how I'm going to put it. Every day is probably going to change until <laughs> You're gonna Sunday. You're going to go on the show tomorrow and be yeah. like, ah, you know, everything's coming yeah. up Eagles. Go back to the Eagles. <laughs> but today, right now, as I feel, morning after, right, thinking about my opening night and, and the interviews, I feel like the Chiefs won the interview, so I'm going to give it to the Chiefs today. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. What, I wonder what the deciding factor is going to be Wednesday. I mean, however my chili cheese nacho comes out on uh, – Tonight, I'm making that Ooh. at the house. I got buddies coming over. Oh so. man, you've got yeah. you've got commitment. You already know what's this week is all planned out for you. Awesome yeah. stuff. Hey, cannot thank you enough for taking the time my out pleasure. of your day to do this. And again, you got to show off the bling okay, sure. one more time. It's the first one. It's my baby. Oh. It's it's the first like the firstborn. You know. <laughs> Wait. So does that mean special. does that mean it's your favorite then? The firstborn. It's it's not the favorite because I'm a middle child. So. Oh. Yeah. So. All right. Second one is better. You you, you I can confirm. <laughs> yeah. Second child here as well. Appreciate you. You're <laughs> yeah. the best. Max Starks, everybody. Two-time 
Super Bowl champ holding it down for us. Really, really appreciate that time. We're going to step aside real quickly. So much more VEASAN Final Countdown live from Radio Row coming at you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? 
everybody, welcome back live from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona. This segment of VSIN Final Countdown presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine when other nicotine products can be too complicated to use or don't give the satisfaction you're looking for. Zen may surprise you, made with six ingredients, completely tobacco leaf free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com. That's zyn.com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Live on the desk, Joining Matt and I today, NFL executive Rick Spielman, former longtime GM of the Minnesota Vikings. Welcome in. I know that you have been kept very busy already oh, yeah. in the short time here. How are you doing? No, it's good. And I appreciate coming on today. So I've always enjoyed being on with you guys. So awesome. I'm excited. Well, we're excited too. Thank you. And obviously I want to get your opinion on the game that's coming up on Sunday. But as somebody who has, has built teams, I think uh, – we all can agree that what Kansas City has done over the last handful of years has been pretty special and sustained success. What is it to you that has made that a team that's able to consistently find themselves in an AFC championship and a Super Bowl appearances? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that, that helps. That's <laughs> no, <true. laughs> I thought both GMs, even Howard Roseman and Brett Veach, what they have done. And if you look what they did last offseason, Howie and them did the exact opposite of what uh, Kansas City did and Brett did. Howie went out and traded for A.J. Brown, which was done on the first round uh, on the day of the draft, which is rarely ever done. And then their draft picks this year, except for maybe Jordan Davis, are guys that are waiting in the wings. So as guys start to leave because they can't afford them in free agency or they just end up retiring, they already have a lot of young guys that are willing, they're probably going to replace those guys. So when you look at comparisons, and I was asked today about, you know, Philadelphia and, and Kansas City and how that compares to what the L.A. Rams did, the one thing is both of these teams keep their draft capital. They get extra draft capital to go ahead and make the moves that they need to move, to make to give them success year in and year out. And if you look at Brett and what he did in Kansas City, they traded Tyreek Hill, who was one of the most explosive playmakers in the NFL, but they went and used all that draft capital to go rebuild their defense. I think they had six or seven rookies that started for them this year, played a lot better down the stretch. And, you know, both general managed managers deserve the credit for getting both their teams here today. Look, you talk about building these teams. Of course, this is a one of those teams with a guy on a rookie deal. And, of course, it allows you to spread that money out and really – go and, and find some players to, to really build a team around. And now we look at some of these teams we know with Joe Burrow's situation, Justin Herbert's situation, some of these guys that are about to get paid. And where does that money go? How does that all get broken up? Whenever you guys are, are sitting down in, in the room, I mean, do you start going, okay, listen, we're going to have to give this to Joe. And we're likely going to have to pay Jamar Chase. And then what that's going to do is, and I, how do you start to formulate what that's going to do, what the fallout is for, for the rest of the team? Well, what you're always doing is cap planning two or three years ahead, and you have to know what players are going to come up, and you have to make some very difficult decisions. Although I know this is a very good football player, uh, we're not going to be able to afford to keep him. So we're going to have to find a replacement probably through the draft. But if you got a Joe Burrow or a Patrick Mahomes or now sounds like a Jalen Hurst who's going to get a lot of money uh, this offseason as they extend his contract, then you have to decide with the X amount of dollars you have left, where are you going to allocate those dollars? And a lot of times right now, it looks like the way the league is trending, they're going to get these number one receivers. Justin Jefferson, I can't imagine the type of money he's going to get because his contract is coming up as well. So 
the NFL roster has evolved where in a past it may have been, hey, we got to have all our money on a running back. And now it's shifting more towards, hey, we need to have a difference maker receiver. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're seeing with a lot of teams and the moves that these GMs are making right now. Uh, you obviously spoke very highly of Patrick Mahomes and what he's doing with Kansas City. But you have interviewed and talked to Jalen Hurts in the past yes. as well. What stood out to you about him? Well, the thing that really stood out to me, I remember sitting there uh, at the Senior Bowl and when he was down there. And it's just some people you sit with, they're just, you just want to sit there and talk to them all day. He just had very quiet personality. It reminded me a lot of a Teddy Bridgewater, but just people want to gravitate to that. And the one thing that really stuck out about Jalen Hurts is he went to Alabama. He didn't quit. Uh, he stuck it out uh, when he got beat out by Tua. Ended up transferring to Oklahoma, established himself there, and then went through, you know, got drafted by Philadelphia, second round, and then all of a sudden the third year it really clicked for him, but kind of went through, okay, am I the guy or not the guy, or is this the future uh, quarterback of our franchise? But he never wavered, even though he went through all that adversity. And a guy that's able to do that, to handle all that adversity and still have the success he has tells you the, the makeup of that player and why he's been so successful. And now there's a, a coach and team that obviously believes in him a lot headed to his first Super Bowl appearance. Do you have a feel for how things might play out on the field come Sunday? Yeah, it's interesting. <clears throat> You're just looking at both teams, and I think the X factor is actually going to be Jalen Hurts. Mm. And when I sat there and uh, watched a lot of the tape. Since the shoulder was injured, he has not been as effective throwing the ball down the field. He missed a wide open A.J. Brown. He missed a couple other throws in that San Francisco championship game. And before the injury, he led the league and all quarterbacks in quarterback rating of throws plus 25 yards down the field. You haven't seen that over the last couple of weeks. So I believe if Kansas City can keep him in the pocket, don't let him use his legs, and force him to be a pocket passer, he's going to really have to step up of, of where he's been over the last couple of weeks. Rick, I know this is a question that would take you much longer than the four minutes we have left, but we look at three guys we know for sure are going to four go in the first round seconds. in <laughs> Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis. And then, of course, we still have Anthony Richardson that looks like he's also going to go in the first round, not going to get out of there because of all that athleticism that, that he's got. Just kind of a very quick overview of those four guys, where you see, you know, kind of their upside in the league. And there are there is there anybody that you're much, much higher on or, or, or kind of down on comparatively to everybody else? Yeah, I will try to get this done in three minutes and 39 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> now that you put it, yeah, my favorite quarterback so far has been Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. um, and I understand he's undersized and he's not tall, he's not, but I always made this comparison I've been and people think I'm crazy, but I thought he's like Steph Curry because they said all the same things mm -hmm. about him. And I know he plays in the NBA, but he's maybe the best point guard or one of the best point guards to ever play in the league. But when you see Bryce Young play, for a short quarterback, he never gets any balls batted at the line of scrimmage. He's a great off-schedule playmaker, similar to some of the things. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but a lot of the same mannerisms and a lot of the same type of plays, he's made those on tape. But people are going to knock him for a size. And then you look at CJ, who's the next guy on my board. Um, all the questions was his athletic ability. He's got a strong enough arm. He can throw from the pocket. Can he create when things break down and quarterbacks nowadays have to be able to make off schedule type throws, especially with all the pass rushers in the league. 
He didn't show that until the last game of the season against the Georgia Bulldogs, who has the best defense in the uh, maybe in the NFL too, the way they uh, recruit and play. Uh, but all of a sudden he started using his legs. So I'm sure he's going to get a lot of questions asked to him through this pre-draft process of why now? Why did you wait till then? Uh, but I think him, Will Levis is to me, I compared him to Josh Allen a lot. You know, it's, he didn't have a great a year as he had the year before. He has to cut down on the turnovers. Um, he didn't have a great offensive line. Uh, but, you know, he, he, uh, he has a He's not going to be an instant play uh, starter, I believe. I think if they do the same approach and kind of have the patience that they had with Josh Allen, because Josh Allen isn't the Josh Allen we see now in year one and year two. Mm -hmm. That kind of clicked in year three. And then Anthony Richardson, my comparison to him was Cam Newton, uh, because he is as physically gifted as any quarterback in this league. The question is, can he become more consistent with his throwing? He has a great throwing motion, strong arm. He's a freak athlete for his size. Amazing some of the plays he make, but can he do that on a consistent basis? And so I think that's a lot of things that teams will be looking at. That's the word I always use when it comes to him is he is a he's a freakish talent, but there's no consistency there, at least from what we've seen at the college level to this point. And, and I love what you said about Bryce Young. Uh, I mentioned this on the show yesterday. I covered the um, the Sugar Bowl this year there. with Elevate. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So I, I you didn't say hi to me I, on the sideline. Come line. on. Where are we at? <laughs> <laughs> but when I talked to Nick Saban earlier in the week ahead of the game, he was glowing with compliments about Bryce Young and how just the combination of awareness and skill and leadership is something that he'd never had in spades the way that he has with Bryce Young and called him brilliant. And we only have 30 seconds, but I, yeah, I love but that. It's, yeah. uh, and some of the throws that he makes, it's not even looking. And the way he places the ball and gives those. And he didn't have the same type playmakers this year as he had in the past with all the receivers, the first-round receivers they had coming out. So I'm kind of excited about him and see, you, uh, see how his pro career goes. Well, and I know Matt's excited, too, because if the Bears do give up that spot and a quarterback goes number one, he wants it to be Bryce Young. So you were singing music to his ears. <laughs> Rick Spielman, everybody, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate the time. Thanks for having me on. We're going to step aside, be right back here on VEASAN Final Countdown. So much more coming to you live from Radio Row in Phoenix. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.